everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about deciding what to think. Before we get into that, I want to let you know about my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And there are some really helpful tips in there for how to navigate those awkward conversations and uncomfortable, anxiety-inducing situations in the early stages of dating. So that's completely free, and there's a link for that in the show notes. In addition to that, if you're interested in doing a free 15-minute laser coaching session with me where you can just ask me any dating question that you want, and I answer it for you within the 15 minutes, and I coach you on it, then that link is in the bio of my Instagram page, which is just my first and last name, Amber Gruppenman. And lastly, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching to improve your dating results, then I'm actually fully booked. Sorry, that was a terrible lead up. (laughs) If you're interested, I'm fully booked. Um, No, however, you can still schedule a consultation and we will get you in as soon as the next spot opens up. And I'll let you know on that call when that is, because it might be different than it is right now as I'm recording this podcast. And the link to schedule a coaching consultation is going to be in the show notes. Okay, so let's talk about deciding what to think. So this is actually my favorite part of coaching. And it's one of my favorite things that I do with clients. And like as soon as I see an opportunity to do this, I like instantly get really giggly and like hyper. Um... And you'll see why in a minute. So basically, let me just explain the premise of it. We have circumstances in life, the facts of our situation, they are neutral. And neutral means that different people could have a different experience of the same circumstance depending on what they think about it. So we have the circumstance, we have what we think about the circumstance, and what we think creates our feelings. And so what I often find on coaching calls is that clients will share their thoughts with me and they think they're sharing their circumstances with me. So they'll tell me things like, he takes forever to respond, or he's being really distant, or he is losing interest, or things are just moving kind of slow in dating right now, or online dating just doesn't really work for me. And they share those kinds of thoughts with me as if they're sharing circumstances, like just describing the weather. Like, it's partially cloudy. That tree has green leaves. Like, it's just a fact. And so my favorite thing to do with clients is separate the circumstance from the thought. So what I'll ask them is, wait, hold on. Tell me what is actually happening. What is the actual data of your situation? So I'll give you an example. So I had a client who had her first session and then was updating me on the second session about her online dating experience. And she said, there's no one on here. I'm not getting that many matches. There are less people in this age group. And I just feel like something's wrong with me in my profile. And the thing is, when clients tell me things like this, they're so convinced of it and so in that story 
that I have to be really careful not to believe them sometimes. And I told her, I was like, you almost had me. (laughs) And so I stopped her and I was like, okay, tell me the actual data of what happened with your online dating and just your dating in general of what you actually created this week since we last spoke. And she said, you want me to check the app right now? And I was like, yes, check the app right now. And the actual circumstance was nine matches, two dates set up, and one other person that she was talking to and connecting with. So that is neutral, meaning different people can have different thoughts about it. Some people will think that's a lot. Some people will think that's a little. And her thoughts were, there's no one on here. There's nobody in my age group. Nobody I find attractive. There's something wrong with me in my profile. It's not working. It's going really slow. I have no matches. And so the reason why this is so important is because if you think those things about that neutral circumstance on default, what that will lead you to is feeling discouraged and feeling hopeless and quitting. And therefore not creating the results that you want in dating. And that was what she previously did. She would delete the apps and then start again, delete the apps, that kind of thing, which is really common. And so what this episode is about and what we did together is we looked at that circumstance, we brought awareness to what she was currently thinking about it on default, and then we purposefully and intentionally decided what we wanted to think about it instead. So some of the things that we came up with was, that's a good amount of matches. Like, first of all, nine matches in a week, that's like one a day, one new opportunity per day, one potential connection. And then another thought she had was, that's actually a lot of guys. And you know what? That wasn't that hard to create that. I didn't actually put in that much effort or grind into creating that. And then the one that I suggested to her is it's working. And that is one of the most important thoughts to develop and practice. So most of us on default have that thinking of it's not working. It's so slow. Something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with my profile. Something's wrong with men. Something's wrong with our society. It's not working. It's not happening. And that always leads us to unproductive action. And what we want to practice is realizing that it's working. I'm putting myself out there. I'm creating connections and creating opportunities. There are some matches. There are some dates. And it's possible for it to both be working and for me to be continuously tweaking into the result that I want. And the way that I explain this is like, if you are baking a cake and you put in the first two ingredients, which I don't know what the first two would be. Let's say it's flour and sugar. And you look at your bowl and you think, oh my gosh, this does not look like a cake this is not working. And then you taste it and you're like, this tastes terrible. This is not happening. It's not working. It's all falling apart. And you just throw it in the garbage. That doesn't make sense. It is working. And there are still a few things to tweak, some things to add, a few more ingredients to create the final result. But if you throw it out too early, if you give up too early, 
and you're not focused on the little tweaks that you can make, then you don't end up creating that result. And so that's just an example, but basically you can do this with any area of dating and no matter what the circumstance is, they're unproductive thoughts, there are thoughts that make you feel bad, make you feel discouraged, make you feel hopeless, and there's always an option to create different thoughts about it. So let's take another example. My other client texted me and said, you know, Amber, I just have the hardest time connecting with people through video. I just can't really wrap my head around it. I don't like it. I just can't connect with people digitally, that kind of thing. And I texted her back and gave her this exercise. I said, put video dates in this circumstance. So the circumstance, the neutral circumstance is video dates. And the way we know it's neutral is because different people have different experience of the same thing. And then decide on purpose what you want to think about video dates. I'm actually not sure what thoughts she specifically um, did in her exercise for it. However, we had our session today and she told me that she had been on two video dates with a guy and they were connecting and now they're going to go on a third date. And so the way that we think about things and our attitude towards them drastically changes the way that we show up to those things and the results that we experience from those things. So... For example, if you think video dates are impersonal and you can't truly connect with people through them and what's the point and all of that, then of course you're going to avoid them and therefore avoid potential connections. Versus if you think, okay, it's not ideal, but it's possible for me to enjoy myself in a video date. It's possible that I could really connect and laugh and flirt with somebody through video. It's possible that this could just be the stepping stone to creating a more in-depth and meaningful connection, then that will change your openness to it as well as the way that you show up to the actual date. Oh, and I remember one thing that she did mention is that one of her thoughts was, you know what, I don't know what will come of it. At the very least, it'll be like a funny story or a new experience or just like more experience with dating. So another example is a client who is dating someone and they are exclusive. And she told me that one of the things that she was struggling with is that he takes forever to respond to her. And this is another one of those things where I really have to catch myself because when she said that, my initial thought was like, oh, so like 24 hours or more. That's my definition of forever. And then we slowed down. I was like, okay, what are the actual facts of the circumstance? And she said, well, when I'm really busy at work, I'll text him about twice a day, like at random times when I'm free at work. And it will take him two hours to respond. And so we can already see how that feels like just outlining that specifically it takes him two hours to respond feels a lot different than saying the thought it takes him forever to respond. And so some of her default thinking around this was he should text me back within an hour 
Maybe he's with somebody else. Maybe he's doing something really fun and life-changing without me. And then he'll think he's better off without me. And so we can see that it's not the actual two hours of not texting that's making her feel anxious. It's the thoughts that get triggered by that circumstance. And so we went through a process of changing and choosing and deciding on new thoughts to think. And we were kind of digging a little deeper. So initially we just thought of like building thoughts and then we were digging deeper and we came onto the concept of leaning into missing someone. Like maybe it's not bad to feel that longing for two hours. Maybe it's actually good for my relationship. Maybe it actually creates more desire in the relationship. Maybe it makes me even more excited to see him and vice versa. And one of the things I told her is missing someone or feeling that longing or that absence of them is a good thing. That's the action or like the feeling of wanting your partner. And the moment you stop wanting your partner is when you stop being with your partner, basically. So the wanting is actually a good thing. That's something you want to keep up. (laughs) It's something you want to maintain for the rest of your relationship. And of course, you want it in a certain ratio. So you don't want to be 90% of the time missing and wanting and longing and feeling deprived of your partner. However, for two hours, that can be a good thing. And that whole topic could be a whole different podcast episode. But one thing that was really sweet is this was kind of a topic that we were coaching on for multiple sessions around space and independence and being able to be your own person within the relationship and all of that. And she said she noticed since she started doing that, that he was like more cuddly, more affectionate, more nuzzling, which she had never done before. So again, it really came down to changing and building and intentionally choosing what she wanted to think about certain circumstances in the relationship. So those are three very different examples, but the underlying principle is the same. There are circumstances and there are thoughts about those circumstances, and we have default thoughts or thoughts that are triggered or conditioned, and then we have the amazing gift of being able to choose how we want to see things going forward. And so this week, I invite you to choose one circumstance that is challenging for you. And remember, a circumstance is a fact, like something that happened, like actually happened. It doesn't include any adjectives. So it doesn't include he's distant or he's pulling away, or he's being rude. It includes actual facts and data, like he hasn't spoken to me in this many days, or he responded this to my last text, or something else like video chats, or online dating, or dating during the quarantine. Those are circumstances. And then you write down your default thinking around it, And then you choose on purpose what you want to think about it going forward. And a few prompting questions would be, what could somebody else think about this? Or how else could I see it? 
or what do I want to think about this? And ultimately, when we do this work and when we do it repeatedly, what we notice is that we are in charge of how our dating experience unfolds and the way that we experience it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you are interested in coaching and you want to be the first one in as soon as spots open back up, I invite you to go ahead and schedule a free consultation in the show notes below. And if you want a free 15-minute laser coaching session, there's going to be a link in my Instagram bio. And lastly, if you want my free guide called Copy and Paste Text for when he's pulling away or acting flaky, there's also going to be a link in the show notes for that. All right, everybody, have a great day. Bye.